Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut, and today we're going to be talking about the sacrifice of Christ and learning from that very special book that he wrote called the Bible. Mrs. G. Our electricity went out, and I'm not sure when it will turn back on. Maybe someone had an accident and hit something, because all of the houses on our block are dark. It's a good thing you have lots of candles lit up, Mrs. G. It's scary to be in the dark. I get scared when I have bad dreams. Why do we have bad dreams, Mr. G? Did you know I had two bad dreams last night? Our dreams can reflect our fears that we have deep down inside of us, Lizzie. What did you dream about? I dreamt our lawn was on fire, so that I had nowhere to step. Also, I dreamt that someone was chasing me. Hmm. Maybe you're thinking about a past Bible lesson on hell, Lizzie. Well, Peanut, God uses many words to describe how terrible hell is. Another way the Bible speaks about hell is by the word sacrifice. Peanut, can you say our memory verse, Hebrews ten twelve? Okay, Hebrews ten twelve. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. After God created man, He required the shedding of blood, pointing to the Savior who would suffer hell in order to pay for the sins of His people. I don't get it, Mister G. Why does blood have to be shed? Well, remember what our memory verse says, Lizzie, Hebrews ten twelve. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. God is a righteous and holy and just God, Lizzie, and He says that sin must be paid for, because every human being has broken God's law, the Bible. Do any of you know what that penalty is? Is it to go to hell forever, Mister G? Yes, Joey. Romans six twenty three says, "For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord." Mister G, was there something special about Jesus' blood? Lizzie, it is true that the Lord Jesus shed His blood, as we learn from Hebrews nine twenty two, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission, which means forgiveness. But it wasn't Jesus' actual physical blood that paid for the sins of every child of God. This simply meant that Christ gave up His life by willingly enduring the wrath of God for the sins of each person He chose to save. Is that a verse in the Bible, Mister G? Leviticus seventeen eleven might be a good place to start, Joey. Can you read that, please? Sure, Mister G. Leviticus seventeen eleven. 
For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you, upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Mr. G., is that why they would kill animals in the Old Testament? You're correct, Peanut. In fact, the Bible has much to say about altars, the places where priests killed or sacrificed animals to show that God required a perfect sacrifice to pay for the sins of his people. That perfect sacrifice was Jesus, his son. Can you read 1 Peter 2, 22-25, which speaks about Jesus sacrificing himself for his people? Okay. 1 Peter 2, 22-25. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Why does the verse say Jesus didn't have guile in his mouth? What does that mean, Mr. G? Guile has to do with deceit or lies, Lizzie. So to not have guile in one's mouth means that the mouth of the Lord Jesus did not lie. In fact, he was perfect. 1 Peter 2.22 says of him who knew no sin. Mr. G, if Jesus is perfect, just like you said... Why was he sacrificed then? Lizzie, the Lord Jesus had no sin of his own, but he took upon himself all of my filthy sins, past, present, and future, as well as those of every other child of God. In order to do that, he had to be perfect. Like Leviticus 22:21 states. Can you read that, please, Joey and Peanut? Why don't you take 2 Corinthians 5:21? Sure, Mr. G. Leviticus twenty two twenty one. And whosoever offereth a sacrifice of peace offerings unto the Lord to accomplish his vow, or a free will offering in beeves or sheep, it shall be perfect to be accepted. There shall be no blemish therein. All right, second Corinthians five twenty one. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You see, God's plan was that his own perfect son would have to die, just like the lambs and other animals that the priest's sacrifice had to be perfect. He was the Lamb of God, slain before the foundation of the world. Let's listen to the hymn, Alas, and did my Savior bleed. But first, Rudy, can you read the words to this hymn? Okay, Grandpa. Alas... And did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? Was it for crimes that I had done, he groaned upon the tree? Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. Well, might the sun in darkness hide, and shut his glories, in when Christ the mighty Maker died, for man the creature's sin. Thus might I hide my blushing face while his dear cross appears, dissolve my heart in thankfulness and melt mine eyes in tears. 
but drops of grief can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away. Tis all that I can do. Alas, indeed, my Savior bleed, undid my sovereign die. What he devote, that sacred head, for such a warm as I was it for crimes that I had done He groaned upon the tree Amazing pity, grace unknown And love beyond degree Well might the sun in darkness hide and shut his glories in when Christ the mighty maker died for man the creature's sin Thus Christ died on the cross as the substitute for all his people, all of the sacrifices stopped because God had finished his work of salvation for the believers. Is there a real fire in hell, Mr. G? The Bible uses fire to describe just how awful hell is for the unsaved joy, and if God uses fire as only a picture of hell, the actual place must be far worse. God uses word pictures in the Bible to describe things so we can understand them a little better. We know that hell will be far worse than literal fire and that heaven will be far greater than streets of gold. Why do you always talk about hell, Grandpa? Doesn't the Bible talk about anything on a happy note? The Bible does indeed talk about something very happy, Rudy. If God has saved us, we will live in total joy forever. Heaven has no end. We will be there forever in eternal happiness with our wonderful Savior and Lord. Mr. G, wow! This is such an important subject. You're absolutely right, Peanut. Salvation is the most important thing in this whole universe. Let me try to sum up our lesson for today. After God made man, he required the shedding of blood to pay for man's sin. The Bible talks about priests who sacrificed animals to show that God required a perfect sacrifice. When Christ died on the cross, sacrifices stopped because God had finished his work of salvation. Jesus was the perfect and final sacrifice and the only one 
who could pay for sins. Jesus was the substitute for his people since he suffered hell for them. Those who belong to Christ will live in total joy with him in heaven forever and ever. Joy, can you say our memory verse one last time for the boys and girls listening at home? Okay, Mr. G. Hebrews 10:12. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. Now we can make our way into the kitchen to get some of those freshly baked cookies that Mrs. G made. Great. All right. Yes. Thanks, Grandpa. Now we've come to the end of another program. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and outreach at Bible Ministries International. You can write in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with his salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Goodbye.